Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. Today is going to be a controversial episode. So, heads up for that. Um, We're going to talk some more about AI and what I perceive uh, as the problem or sort of, I guess, the danger of AI, um, which is not what people generally expect is the problem with AI. Um, Generally, people think of like this sort of Terminator scenario where the AI becomes sentient and wants to protect itself against the humans, right? Um, That's like the sort of Terminator script scenario, um, simplified. But in my playing around with AI and I've been having these like conversations, creating art, you know, just really using these AI tools, messing around with like voice AI tools as well. Um, and just kind of seeing what's out there, researching and, and, and experimenting with these tools. And I will say, absolutely, um, one of the most impressive pieces of AI technology that I've experienced is, is something called ChatGPT, uh, which is an open AI thing. Um, and it's basically the same thing that's being leveraged by Microsoft into and is currently integrated into its Bing search engine uh, as like a chat feature and is probably the most, I don't know if it's, I would say it's probably the most popular sort of AI thing that's out there now. Um, and there's another piece of AI, which is, I guess, similar in certain ways, but very different. Um, one is you is something that you can actually just run on your computer. Like you download it and set it up and run it. Um, and I need to find the name of it because this is like a core thing that's happening. There's a, there's sort of like this splintering effect where there are these sort of corporatized AIs from companies like OpenAIs, as an example, where they are being used, like I said, from major corporations like Microsoft and that sort of thing. And there's also like this open source version of AI that you can just download and use how you want kind of a thing. And the surprising concern that I have, and I wasn't, I was not expecting this, is there, there's this real, there's this concept called CYA in work, um, cover your, I'll let you imagine the last word, um, which is basically like, if you have a mission statement for your business or just like a specific work that needs to be accomplished that's in line with your mission statement, then you just do, you know, you, you, you're supposed to all be doing the work to the best of the ability to service that mission. Right. But what happens is people start to sort of like this, there's a manipulation that can start to occur within organizations where people become more concerned less concerned about actually doing the work and more concerned about covering themselves so that they're like, they like lower their risk of, I don't know, getting fired or reprimanded or, or just, or like raise their, their 
chances of getting um, promoted. And I think this is like a rampant thing through a lot of companies. It's just something that happens like fairly common um, because certain people are better at socialization and, and certain types of manipulation. Um, you know, so like you'll hear stories of like some people having like a bad supervisor or something like that where the supervisor is treating the employee very badly, but the supervisor's boss thinks this, the supervisor is doing a great job <laughs> because the supervisor is really great at CYA. And part of CYA can happen for companies as well, like in terms of like, especially for like, I guess you say like PR departments or just when it comes to like, protecting a company's brand the brand itself companies are afraid or they seem to be afraid of being associated with anything negative so it's a form of cya like the company can say that they it's not that the companies companies themselves are generally concerned with like social issues they just want to make sure that they represent themselves in a way that doesn't like take away from their brand recognition or sales uh, by not uh, communicating about certain topics and events and things like that. So it's like, it's and I think this is really critical when it comes to AI because what's occurring is I think and I think this is actually why Google one of the real reasons why Google search went downhill so so far is that there's a concern that people have access to information that's potentially harmful like this is a basic concern right and so like in order for people to be safe, we need to suppress the information that's available so that people who act in bad faith don't have access to the information. That's one school of thought that seems like pervasive. Um, and by the way, like this varies greatly country to country. So I'm, I'm just discussing this mostly from like a, I guess, uh, U.S. opinion perspective. So, but but not from a universal opinion perspective. So, um, and this is what this is one of the issues, right? Is that even people don't even agree about the access to information, right? Like some people think that you could you should give people access to all the information some people think you can give them access to like all the information except xyz you know and you can kind of go or some people think don't give them any information <laughs> you know just give them the information that i want them to have i mean there's like varying degrees of this kind of stuff but specifically from a pr perspective for these companies you can see this where like YouTube over the years has, has had issues with like these sort of situations where a YouTuber becomes very popular and part of that popularity is that 
advertisers want to want to advertise on their channel so they have commercials that are on you know before the video plays or after the video plays or in between and the YouTube creator might say something that certain people consider offensive and then that and then the advertisers don't want to be associated with that so they might pull their advertising dollars and the company like YouTube wants advertisers to advertise so they you know they they start to try to sort of control the potential for these perceived negative events or negative perceived negative speech or whatever you want to call that from happening um so they do things like if certain language is used then they won't allow monetization on a video um or even like from my understanding this is all my basic understanding i'm not a professional this is all entertainment purposes only um and but like recently i saw something where it's like there's a new policy where you can't curse within like the certain amount of seconds as the video starts kind of a thing it's like if you do that automatically you might get demonetized or something like that may or may not be true but it's those types of things there's these sort of algorithmic attempts to to try to limit or eliminate these like basically events that will make advertisers have cold feet basically because the advertisers are all like afraid about their products being associated with something negative but they also want to advertise their products because they need to make money and there's just been a lot of like there seems to be like an abundance of fear that large companies and companies tend to have when it comes to like their association with any negative press basically so when it comes to ai when Microsoft unveiled this their their integration with ChatGPT and there's interviews and things about that there's a lot of talk about putting guardrails in place for for safety trust and safety which is a common thing um and then we saw this like there's there's all sorts of we'll call it messiness when it comes to like some major social media companies who have had trust and safety committees and then, you know, them getting called in front of Congress to like get grilled about their role and, you know, whether or not there's censorship and things like that happening. I mean, there's, there's basically like a whole sort of thing that's happening within, I guess, within the U.S. where historically the the there's been phrases like sticks and stones can't break my bones but words will never hurt me right that they used to teach kids right somebody says something mean to you they tell you that because it's like you know words can't hurt but then there's now this like new school of thought 
that's basically saying like certain words can cause harm and so there's there is not like agreement about this it's like a very contentious sort of controversial space but it's also because it's being like like ai and search are things that are used so widely that companies sort of err on the side of caution or even if like people um how do i say this so like they'll err on the side it seems as though they err on the side of not giving people information before they just freely give the information because if they freely give the information and someone takes that information and does something negative then they feel liable some way or even if it's just perceived liability towards that company that they gave some bad actor or some bad information or, or some information that could be used in a bad way then then they're liable and they don't want the liability so then they just put in these guardrails to not give certain information out to anyone even if the information itself is neutral but you know one person will use it in a perceived good way but another person could use it in a perceived bad way so that's like all sort of one school of thought the other other school of thought is like that human beings are essentially good and that access to information should be free and freely shared um just like this goes into like just like even even like debate like whether or not people should be able to state their opinions on things um in on places like social media and things like that um or if they if it's perceived as harmful if that should information should just be removed like you know like an example would be there's a very popular hip-hop artist that recently was blocked from a social media site because he posted something that was um i don't know the context and i don't i don't want to get into the weeds in this because it's like um but the point is like certain people have been removed from social media accounts and things because their words or written words or pictures that they post um, are perceived as as harmful right so again it's, so it's like this all kind of comes down to like these two schools of thoughts one is that we need to sort of moderate and and you know not allow certain people on certain platforms and limit their information to certain uh limit their access to certain information and there's another school of thought that's like information should be free and accessible and communication should be free and accessible you know um and so it's it used to be it seems as though it used to be i don't, I don't know it, it's it's a it's a deeply complicated issue i guess um, and the reason I'm bringing it up with AI is in regards to AI is because I was actually 
utilizing AI and I was working through like this idea that I have. And so um, like it's it's a helpful tool to to assist with I mean just so many things. It's it's like overall it's still a really great tool, right? So I was using it and uh, I was writing like a script basically. And so I was like suggesting like a certain sort of context for a scene and long story short it's it it kind of said like it it didn't respond the way that i expected it to it didn't it didn't like edit this like part of the script it instead said something about like it you know we have to be careful about sort of words and whether they're harmful i should i'm taking these out of context and then it's worthy of context so i think i might actually like post the conversation or something i'm not sure um but what was interesting was like it was it's basically it's clear that both with ai image generation and ai chat that there are these you know guidelines as as the you know, CEOs of these companies have said are definitely in place. Like I, tr- I asked um, AI to do some version of like a cover of a movie and it wouldn't do it because there was a word in the movie that it perceived as like a, a bad word, I guess. Um, and I was like, I was shocked by that. I was like, you know, so, so there was, so I've seen this on the image generation side, but I've also seen it on the chat side where there are times where the chat as well as the image generation stuff will basically assume or interject that it's like it either won't won't complete a request like in terms of the image thing it'll just say like it's not allowed to make images that are i need to get the exact text but like basically long story short like it can't generate something because there's a word in there even if the word itself isn't in there it's just if like if there's a part of a word if you take it out of the context of the word itself um is can is on their like i guess their block list or whatever it won't generate an image for you and maybe it, the whole word is on that list and so this this gets into like this concerning thing where like there's like for me i like watching movies right and movies over the years right or just movies period um, often are very like thought provoking and there's things called character arcs where basically, you know, you have a character who's maybe engaged in some bad behavior and then there's an opportunity for a character arc or there's just like a complicated character and then, you know, could there could be many things that happen, right? There's like violence and all sorts of like horrible situations, whether like potentially real or like imagined and, and fictitious. 
that can occur in, a, in any given movie. But we sort of understand that there's like a ratings board in place. So as long as the rating of the game or the movie is appropriate, then we've sort of agreed that like it's fine. But with AI, that's not the case. Like it's not asking the user, and this is like I think the fundamental flaw right now with AI, is it's not asking the user like their preferences. Like in the past, we, like we like I just mentioned, like we have had age ratings in place. It's not asking me like you know, what is your age so it knows the appropriate net, like appropriate level of like responses that it should give. Although like, yeah, so like, which could be like a, probably one of the better solutions, right? Which is like, if you're an appropriate age and if you like, I guess you could say, like, if you're a paying customer, because then that way they know, like, they have some information about you, I guess. Um, but I don't know even if that part of it. It's just, like, as long as you're a certain age, like, it should be able to respond to you in an age-appropriate way, right? Or, or you should be able to give it a preference about certain things. But the the, the issue is that it does not ask the user for their preferences. It instead places pref it places these quote unquote guardrails on the user on all users. Again, because it's easier for Microsoft, as an example, to do that. Right, and say, well, we don't allow this type of language on on AI. Um, but literally, like people are like use utilizing ai as like a you know a writing tool for example and a writing is a very creative process and again like if you're writing for books or movies like there's all sorts of books and movies and art that has very you know sort of i used to say colorful language which is like a weird thing to say but like the language that is potentially offensive i guess right like if you're in in some of the best movies that exist of all time by the way are this way like they they will show characters that are authentic to the character that are, that are just doing and saying awful things like the worst things imaginable right but it's important for the story for that to occur um, and so what, I, what I'm getting at is like AI basically is saying like, no, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to engage or like communicate that type of information because of this like CYA mentality that it's like, it's, it's potentially harmful. Therefore, you know, we're not, we're not going there, you know? Um, but the problem is, is that that's just not real to the human experience, right? The human experience is like this, you know, you could call it, I suppose, like a deeply flawed or, or like, you know, layered experience. Like we're like, 
things happen, you know, thing like there's no, there's no perfect person that exists. Everyone has said main things, has done things that are not great. Um, everybody, everybody. So this like, we're, so what we're getting with AI is like potentially this sanitized version um, of information. And another way to say that is like, that is heavily censored. Um, and it's not just like heavily censored again. It's not by user preference. It's not me. Like on a search engine, I can say, show me like the, like there's like filters for, um, I can't remember what they call the filters, but like of what kind of content you want to allow. Right. Like if in any, there's even like safe modes built into web browsers. Right. So like you can set it so that it doesn't show you any explicit content when you're searching for stuff. But this is, again, this is done by the user, right? It's either the user or like if this is like a parent, maybe set the computer up that way, that kind of thing. What, what happens is when you take the choice away from the user and you impose that choice on all of the users, then we're like in a different scenario. Now we're in a scenario where, where we're, you could easily argue that this is like a censorship scenario um, where the this AI model is now making assumptions based on these X, you know, these these guardrails that have been programmed into it in an in an, in a way for the companies who are developing and, and putting out these products to cover their own asses. And what I'm saying is that I think that there's there's a potential for like some really serious unintended consequences. Um, I don't maybe that's a little extreme, but like the, <laughs> I don't it sounds like I don't want to come across like that, but it's like I would I'm highly concerned with this. And I actually think this is why Google didn't come out with AI first. I think Google was in a position to to really lead in terms of AI in this type of AI, but I don't think that they wanted the liability. I think that you have what we we have right now is like some very big companies who are very profitable, and they don't want to create liabilities that could you know, that could cause harm to, to like, to their bottom line. And I think that they see a lot of potential problems with AI because, because you're just, I don't know, because you're giving information to people in a different way. And then like, they just, they, they're like sort of scrambling to, and, and because this is happening also because like the public is afraid. The public is sort of like, there's some sort of, sort of level of fear around AI and then the public wants to make sure that the you know users are safe and that bad actors are not given information that could be potential could could like turn into potential harm for someone right but what i'm saying is the surprise that i've had that i was not expecting 
was like in using AI, the the sort of Terminator scenario is is actually not the 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 that's not the that's actually not where the fear at least at this stage necessarily should be i'm not saying it's like off the table <laughs> okay but what i'm saying is the actually the more immediate fear is it's is like there is <laughs> There was a remake to a movie called RoboCop. It was more recent in the last, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years this movie came out. It was a reboot to this movie, RoboCop. And I guess I will spoil it here a bit. Basically, they they sort of enabled AI um, to help, like, solve crime. But what the AI found out is that the people in charge were the ones committing crimes, so it started going and arresting like the people in charge because they're the ones that commit crimes. And so it worked on its own, right? Like it was effective in what it was designed to do. But because the political side of things and the sort of people with power being able to push their thumb on a scale they turned it off essentially or altered it so that it would not go after <laughs> the people that were actually the real criminals. And it's kind of the same it's similar thing that's occurring where it's like we're going to we're not just going to give you AI. Like when you interact with something like ChatGPT or something, it's 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 like you're not simply interacting with this thing that has all this information. You're interacting with this thing that has all sorts of information, but it also has these quote unquote guidelines in place that again, like they, there's a concern that well-intentioned ideas, ideas that are very well-intentioned to, to help people to sort of like limit, you know, issues from occurring um these things like i think people underestimate generally like people who are very good natured and good and well-intentioned can often underestimate the unintended consequences of something right so and this is like one of those things where it's like if if you allow this sort of like guard railing systems with AI like for example you could say AI can ha you know fairly quickly like AI can make movies and things like that right um, you know because it can already already can like sort of write dialogue and scripts and things and you can do all sorts of stuff right and you can generate images and um, I think there's some versions that already sort of generate some sort of basic sort of movies um, or animations. And so at some point, it'll be able to create movies, right? Like create a movie for me about this, this, and this, and it'll, it'll just go and do its, this whole thing. But the problem is, is you'll never get 
movies like Scarface, right? You'll never get games like Grand Theft Auto V. You know, you'll like there's a vast array of literature, movies, and gay and games that will not exist. Like that AI will never create because of these guard guard uh, guardrails that are in place, right? Like so, you get move. You'll you it'll make a movie for you, but it will never never say a naughty word, right? And so. For me, that's concerning, right? Like movies and literature and things are about the real human experience and they're often like complicated and layered and they're, they're, they're just messy, you know, because the human experience is complicated and layered and messy. And you, what we're doing is we're, we're programming into a system that otherwise works fine like it otherwise it works great it works it works perfectly as intended intended we are now programming into it guardrails that'll that'll that are well-intentioned but but actually like this my takeaway from this again i was not expecting this but my my takeaway is that that's the biggest danger like the biggest danger with ai is it are the guardrails themselves. You know? It's like... Because human beings can create both great things and, like, horrible things. And, and a lot of those great and horrible things within themselves are very subjective. It depends on who you are and where you are and what your belief systems are and all sorts of things. Things are not, they're not black and white. That's not the human experience. It's just not. So, so my concern is that like the more of these guardrails get in place, the worse that AI is going to be become. So you have a situation where like, uh, you know, I have an episode about like how Google search has really gone downhill over the years. And we could see this pretty rapidly with AI. And I think the thing is, um, it's kind of like this sort of sanitation that occurs whenever there's a new technology. Like the internet itself, when it first really became super popular, was like the wild, wild west. It was everything everything was on there you could access everything you know things that were it's like highly disturbing to like whatever like it's all there um and then over time it become like more and more corporatized and more and, and as a result more sanitized and we're going to continue to kind of see that happen where there's sort of competing server like you know the youtube thing that i mentioned about those them trying to be more advertiser friendly has sort of popped up some competitors that are saying that you know that they're not going to do that same level of quote-unquote guardrails or censorship or what you want to call it so there's like a, a movement around you know there's like instead of you know it's not it basically it's like human nature is that like there's a curiosity and, and we're curious about like 
things, you know? It's like plenty of people who are like normal everyday people like really like podcasts that are about like murder mysteries and stuff like that, right? It's like people like weird stuff. I don't know why, <laughs> you know? People like horror movies and um, you know, and 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 like I said complex characters and those kind of stuff. It's like we're we're a complex organism. And the problem is like the more you try to sanitize the world around humans, like human beings themselves remain the same. You either believe that you can change humanity like like how human beings are fundamentally or you sort of understand human beings and their potential and you know so so there's like this there is like this ongoing argument that is occurring and, and I think that there's a real basically like there's an open source version of chat GPT that I will be checking out soon where it's like instead of going through like a server whenever you want to ask it a question it's like you, you can it's you can just download it to the computer and then just ask it whatever questions you want or you know do all the stuff so um so i'm going to try that out because i am concerned about the i'm concerned about these guardrails surprisingly so and I have no intention of doing anything harmful or harm, creating any harm to anybody. But even this concept of like, I mentioned the sticks and stones thing. It's like, it seems to be programmed into the AI that it does not believe that to be true at all. It believes the opposite, which is that words can cause harm, which is like, depending on where you live, like there's something that there's like legal precedent surrounding that, right? Like you either have free, you know, and there's, there's complications around this. Like there's certain things you can't say that are going to cause like immediate harm, like yelling fire in a movie theater. You know, you can't do that because it could cause a stampede and people can get like, immediately hurt that way like there, there's certain scenarios but there's like a concerted effort it seems like to expand that use of, of language and words as harm um that not everybody just like agrees with like that not everybody thinks that that's a good idea you know um and there's like real reasons for that and i think that requires a much longer podcast but i'm i prefer you know the the sticks and stones approach i think that's i think it's much 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 um more reasonable and i don't want to see people get arrested for saying words and that's kind of the direction that we're going in. And it seems like the AI models are are being programmed in a way that is in, is in sync with that sort of like idea that, you know, you should be punished for saying words, which is terrifying. So 
that's it for now. I, I might not release this or re-record it because it's a complicated issue. But those are my thoughts for the moment.